Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 34 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, certified life coach, Greg Audino, and boy, oh boy, am I ready to go on a rant today. I'm not trying to get you excited about my complaining, I'm just being factual. I am normally regarded as a positive person, but (laughs) does today's question ever give me a playpen for all the things I like to complain about? Tasteful complaint, of course. Complaint geared towards your benefit. (laughs) Let's check out today's question. I'm an avid listener of the podcast and your website, and it is my opinion that you approach a lot of self-help topics differently than some of the bigger names. I like this because as a viewer, I always hear the same ideas repeated. Could you give us your opinion on what are some of the biggest self-help myths in circulation? Okay. Nice, nice, unique question. Good one to have here on the show, too. Uh, Also good to be in the presence of a like-minded individual who enjoys questioning everything. Hopefully you deal with the ensuing neuroticism a little bit better than I do. All right, here we go. To me, there are so many myths in self-help that I would need a whole new show to cover them all. You guys have to understand that although some of the material is very useful, there are so many schemers in this industry, people that have gotten good at toying with people's vulnerability, playing into what people want to hear, offering false senses of hope, etc., You really need to be careful with the content that you ingest because even the best stuff out there, honestly, can only set you in the right direction. Ultimately, any changes you make to your life have to be made by you. With that in mind, let me dive into what I think are some of the stupidest lies out there right now in no particular order. Number one would be this ongoing nonsense about focusing on yourself, put your head down and do your work. Don't spend time worrying about other people. Malarkey. This Lone Ranger stuff is put out there with the intent of getting people to focus on their own goals and not get bogged down by naysayers. Yes, there's value in that. But when it's taken to the extremes and pushed as much as it is, what I see happening is that it's reinforcing a detachment from community. And community is all we have and all we'll ever have. It's really important to remember our natural roles as contributors to others. And when people get so hyped up on only doing things that benefit them and their own needs, while at the same time having less and less patience for others that they feel derail them from that mission, you get a lack of trust. You get more narcissism. So I suppose the antithesis would be to not necessarily abandon your own goals and desires, 
but to stay very, very aware of how you can contribute to and collaborate with others and the value that comes with that. Number two, I would say, is the whole remove toxic people scheme that's ultra fashionable these days. So the intent is to not keep people in your life that don't support you or make you feel bad or whatever. Fine. But again, the levels it's reaching makes the whole thing seem overly aggressive to me. And I think what's happening is that a lot of people who buy into this too much are highly at risk of not seeking to understand those other people, thus assuming that they themselves should never have to change. You see what I mean? For example, uh, a teenager who loves this remove toxic people philosophy will probably not be receptive to discipline issued by parents or teachers. They'll remove anyone who disagrees with them or threatens their current state of mind because that state of mind isn't being supported. So the teenager endlessly assumes that they're in the right and never sees challenging people as people that can help them, let alone people that might need help themselves. Big surprise, uh, a lot of us adults act like teenagers forever and ever. Don't do that. Be careful about who you choose to remove from your life and put a lot of thought into the role you play or don't play with that person beforehand. Number three, the third myth is, you know, always project confidence. <sighs> what complete nonsense. All this does is cater to the wants of people that you're projecting to, thereby completely disempowering you and your vulnerability should you have any. This is how people develop false confidence. Is it beneficial if you're trying to get something from someone? Sure, it can be. But does it only teach us to feel more and more at odds with the parts of us that we're not confident in? Sure does, and that's a big problem. Confidence is not conditional. Truly confident people are comfortable with their strengths and their weaknesses, and feel free to express both without shame. Forcing ourselves to project or feel anything other than a contrived confidence is only damaging, period. Number four. I'm a little on the fence about this one, but because it is just at every corner these days, something needs to be said. And it's this whole be-your-own-boss trend. Of course, this is mostly applicable for people interested in the business end of self-help, which is quite a number of people. But it's being forced onto everyone, and the problem is that not everyone should or can be their own boss. Being one's own boss is great for some, and terrible for others. But the thought right now that's being pushed, and which people are drinking in, is that it's the only way to live, the only way to feel free. That's not correct at all, but it's being pushed because money and freedom are sensitive topics for people, so people are reactive to it, and these airport Hilton speakers hosting 10x your income seminars or whatever can easily get their pockets lined. Entrepreneurship has a lot of struggle that is not advertised, and though it can be a good thing, it's worth your time to do a lot of research before considering such a path. So, there are more myths, but again, <laughs> there's only so much time. What I want to end with instead is one of the self-help cornerstones that is not a myth. And just like myths, there are plenty of popular lessons in self-help that are legit too. Don't get me wrong. The biggie for me that is not a myth is the practice of gratitude. Regular practice of gratitude, whatever that is to you, is of huge importance. You might have heard me say that what you put into your mind is often what you'll get out of it. When you actively try to be grateful for things, 
your brain does rewire itself to the best of its ability to find elements to be grateful for in all things. Over time, you start to see that the waiter is bringing you a meal. Not that he took 20 minutes to come to the table and that he spilled your apple teeny on the way. You start to see that you have a car to drive. Not that you've been stuck in traffic for an hour listening to subpar podcasts on repeat. God help you. You see what I mean? You tailor yourself to recognize how everything is working to your advantage. And that's a recipe for huge, healthy life changes. Less entitlement, less dissatisfaction, less feeling offended, less resentment, etc. All very, very important things that can be acquired by a very simple and healthy practice that is not full of lies. Practicing gratitude does not mean you can't see how good and bad coexist. You can still cut things out of your life and be practical, of course, but those decisions are going to be made with a lot more precision and less aggression. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up. Like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Ooh, had a lot of fun with this one, needless to say. Honestly, the more I went on there, the more hugely important I felt this question was. So thank you again to he who sent it in, and for those of you who listened. Of course, these are just my opinions, mind you. But in an industry that sort of lives and dies by how well it capitalizes on people's feelings, it's important for those interested in it to stay educated, do research, and formulate solid opinions rather than just go with whatever is thrown in one's direction. So I encourage you all to do that. I also encourage anyone who has questions of their own that they're struggling with, questions that they'd like our help with, to email them to us at advice at oldpodcast.com advice at oldpodcast.com. That's where we take questions and turn them into episodes. We would be happy to do the same for you and send you a free book from our collection while we're at it. And of course, you can get ongoing content from us if you feel that helps you too, by visiting me at gregaudino.com or by visiting the whole gang at oldpodcast.com. Okay, don't be shy, folks. That'll do it for this one, though. So sure hope you enjoyed and sure hope you'll stop in next time. Until then, my friends.